Just starting again. This is the what did we say? <laughs> Prick your bubble. Pricking the bubble. Pricking the bubble. I think that's the I think that's the name we decided on, Lama. I think so. Pricking yeah. the bubble. Uh, yes. Now, now uh, how did we go with episode one on this? Ah, oh, I think we went fantastically. Right. The, uh, so do you want to do you want to explain to the listeners where the name? Sorry, comes did you from? say listeners? Yeah. No, not singular. <laughs> do you want to explain to the listener? <laughs> that's right. Hello, mum. <laughs> uh, what am I explaining? Oh yes, well, part part of what we're doing with this podcast is, is just a couple of guys having a bit of a chat about yeah. you know things that are going on in the world. Yeah, or pretty smart guys too. Let's put it out. Well, there. there's no one smarter than me. <laughs> That's what I always say. Um, just to to have a look at some topics that are you know that bother us a little bit. I'd say, or, or, or oh, they, damn they, those topics. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Um, and just trying to uh, but discuss, anyway, but them, the, discuss them in a, a more logical, rational way. Maybe remove remove some of the emotion from it. Is that well, good? well, p- potentially remove some of the emotion, add some more emotion, <laughs> add some emotion, unrelated emotion, unrelated emotion. So but, it's like an addiction; you don't get rid of one, you replace an addiction. But so we're, go- yeah. we're going to discuss um, just a lot of things, just <laughs> stuff. Yeah, we're going to. That's discuss what we should stuff. have called it: discussing a lot of things. That would have been much better. <laughs> But pricking the bubble, I guess, w- w- what are we saying? That really comes from because well, we feel that a lot of people just live in their own bubble. And well, well, I certainly do, yeah. and I'm sure you do too. You well, there's, I probably I probably occupy several bubbles. <laughs> yes. No, I'm certainly in a bubble. I, I, I'm very happy to admit that I'm in a, uh, a lefty bubble who's probably sad from recent election results oh, and all yes, that sort of stuff. points. But... You know, it's... Um, Just thought I'd like to say that I once knew a lady whose name was Bubbles. But uh, <laughs> look, we, we, won't go, we won't go into that one. But anyway. Very good. Yes. Thank so you. So you're in a lefty bubble. I'm in a bit of a lefty bubble. Right. I'm filled with people who are... Am I on the right? The alt-right? Uh, no, I don't, think, <laughs> I don't think you're on the alt-right. I, to be honest, I think you're in the, the centre-right, I would say. Yeah, okay. Because, you, you know, you're sensible. I am. Uh, but you have some views that lean the other way yeah. to me, and yeah. that's fine. And um, you and I have argued on a lot of things, um, and, and certainly I don't think we've argued as much with this with the recent election, though. I don't think... No, we've both, we've both sort of gone... Oh. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, we have. Um, so I, I think... I don't know if we I don't know if we've got a topic on the table at the moment, but um, well, there's, there's ten, right? Yeah, but but let's um I think we need to explain to our listeners with this episode mm. what happened in the recent election here in Australia. Oh, that's true. By by the time by the time we uh, <laughs> upload this somewhere, yes, people will maybe the election will be long forgotten, but uh, it certainly was one of those elections where the left side of the uh, political. Parties, I guess. Yeah, the left being Labor for those yes. who often don't know what the left means. Yeah, which is a lot of the people voting in the yep. last election as well. Um, yeah, they were predicted to win, and they were predicted to win reasonably well. Oh, I would say, um, I would tell you, and have to say that um, Labor was predicted to basically landslide this election. Mm. But it, it did come back toward towards the the thing they they were saying. Oh, you know, won't be won't be quite as 
romping it in as we thought, yeah. but they they still anyway they lost. Yeah, and the, the the right side, so the people who were in government, that's the Liberal Party, that's with a big L rather than the little L. Yeah, the conservative side of politics uh, won, and we say won, but they didn't actually change. Like the, the number of seats yeah. that each main party has, pretty much stayed the same. Yeah, I, I I would like to say they did win the election. I mean, officially they won. Well, the officially election. they won. But I don't really think they won. I mean, for me, won, when you win something, especially like an election, it's more than a 50% vote. You, you should be, you know, it's not about getting 50% and then declaring a win. So they, they more or less got just over 50%. Well, that's, that's due to our preferential voting system. The Labor Party had 32%, I think it was, of yes. the primary vote, and yes. the Liberals had... I don't, actually, I don't know. They probably all had the same. So no one actually win wins. Yes. They form coalitions and then because of the preferential voting system, whoever you voted for second, you know, if it wasn't one of the main parties you voted for first, your second preference then gets allocated to or third or fourth or fifth, whatever it is, preference, gets allocated to one of the main two parties. And that's why they can say, well, they won it with 52% of the vote. Well, they didn't really. They won it with 30-something percent of the vote. Yeah. But, you know, preferences went their way. I I have to say, I I went into that election booth, and I'm not going to mention who I voted for. I went into the election booth, and and my immediate reaction was, I don't know who the fuck to vote for. That was honestly my reaction. I don't like any of them. Um, I I firmly believe they're all a bunch of criminals. Um, Allegedly. And I, yep, allegedly. <laughs> Sorry. Um, and I, I don't mean that, I, I don't mean to use that word in its truest sense, in that, you know, they stole money or they, or they um, you know, it, it, they did something which was against the law. That's not what I really mean. Um, I use the word because it has a certain connotation. I think, I think they are criminal in the way they act toward um People who are not of their ilk, they 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 demean people. I think they they demean their position, especially. And I'm talking about all of them. I'm not talking about any one particular party. Well, I certainly here. I certainly noticed that. I, I'm I'm on Twitter a fair bit, and I certainly noticed that with the people in my bubble, my left bubble. Yes, there are those who are like, oh, we lost. What are we going to do? Okay, let's work hard. And then there's the well, it's all everyone else's fault. You guys suck. You know, you did the wrong thing. You yes. voted. And yes. I don't go for that. I mean, there. I mean, some I, I, some of them probably do suck, but so I'm 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 on Twitter a lot as well, as you as you know, Lama. Um, and this is Doctor Brant Raven, just as a reminder. Yeah, this is. You didn't introduce me at the start of this, Doctor Brant Raven. This, I figured this was your preamble. Well, yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's yeah it looks like this has sort of become the de facto topic for this <laughs> podcast. Um, but yeah, I'm on I'm on Twitter a lot, and what I did notice was um, the the Labor supporters. I noticed having a go at everyone else for voting incorrectly. Yeah, and yeah. I and I thought about that, and I thought, well, how does one vote incorrectly? How how and I and I made a few comments to a few people saying, how did that go down? Well, <laughs> a lot of them didn't respond, and and those that did respond did so irrationally. And, and, and what I found, I found my, my only comment to, to them was to say, well, isn't it wonderful that we live in a democracy as long as it goes your way? Yeah, and that's, that is actually the problem I have with the people who are, you know, I've got 800 and something, it's not that many, don't get excited, everyone, 800 and something people following me, or maybe I'm following them, I can't remember. One way or the other, 
But they all are from that one side. Right. And so I don't really get a balanced view necessarily yeah. of what's going on out there. Uh-huh. And if you combine that with the fact that there was a recent thing that came out that said that only 19% of Australians are Twitter users, you're getting a very selective view on things. Very, very thin and so when I, that So part. when I read these things and people are saying, it's outrageous, this has happened, and I think, oh, wow, that's really terrible, that's a very small percentage of people who actually think that. It is. But they also have loud voices. It is. Well, yeah, I mean, they do. <laughs> they do. But look, I, I, as I say, I, I sat there at the election booth and I really didn't feel that I could vote for anyone because I just didn't like anyone. And I didn't particularly like um, the the policies of any of the parties. Um, I, I really didn't like the, uh, the Labor policies. And, and I've said this several times. I know you may not agree, but I, I really feel Labor plays the politics of envy. Um, I, and I really feel that quite strongly. They, they tend to play the card, oh, well, you've got more than us um, and we want some of that. And I'm like, well, well, no, you can't have that because I've worked hard for what I've got. So why does that suddenly give you the right to take something that I've worked hard for? And I'm talking, you know, I'm talking about money. I'm talking about um, uh, possessions that I might leave in an inheritance. That's I think the... I think you're mostly talking about money, though, and that's that's the well, the fundamental difference. Is that... well, money does drive everything. I mean, it, I mean, it does. It, it, you know, I, I you can't do things without money. You can't li- well, you, look. You can. You can do things, but if, if money want, helps, <laughs> if, if you want to do things at a certain level, um, you know, you you have to have that money. And that's just a reality. Look, and, I, I was just going to say, part, part of the, I mean, it was it was set up, whether they meant it or not, as a uh, a debate, I guess, between the two sides on money and financial issues. Yes. And the main main one that was in the news, even though when I went around talking to people, no one said it, um, was that whole franking credits issue. Yes. And the franking credits, just for anyone who doesn't know what it was, it's about the dividend you get. From having from owning shares, and whether you're entitled to get the uh, tax element of that back as a return, if you, as a retiree, haven't paid the tax in the first place, and my argument is, well, no, you're not entitled to get that. Why would you be entitled to get that back? However, the way it was presented in the media, or the way it was presented by the other team, the other side of politics, was that it was a tax on retirees and that worked and it comes down to in the end not how well the uh, policy will work for people it's how well you sell it to people and if you can't sell your policy terribly well and the other side latches onto that and says this is a shit-ass policy uh they're trying to take your money that's going to work and it did work yes so uh, I, I think you know at the at very heart of the actual issue itself was these people are being given money that they haven't paid tax on, so they don't need to be given this money. How could anyone argue against that as just a, an actual policy itself? Yep. And yet they did. Yep. That, 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 <laughs> that's, that's, that's actually a very good way of putting it. That's actually a very good way of putting so, it. Now, and, and, again, when I, when I think about it carefully, you're absolutely right. If I look at what's good for the country and what's good for the economy... You're absolutely right. These people shouldn't be receiving that extra money. They no. should not be receiving that advantage. 
But the way they should have sold it or the way they should have done it is they should have grandfathered it. They should have said, right. Yeah, but most people don't know what that means either. Well, well. <laughs> and that's, I, but you've, I got, think, you've got to sell it to but people I think it would, yeah, you, like they you, don't understand anything well, at all. Well, you absolutely have to sell it, but, they should, but, they, but I think this would have been a much easier sell if they'd said, right, you're a retiree, you've done your planning around receiving this franking credit, that's fine, we're going to leave you the way it is. Any new, you know, any new distribution, any new share purchase, any new thing, no, you're not going to receive the franking credit. That's it. That would have been Ga- much easier sell. Game over. Now, <clears throat> why on earth wouldn't you do it? Why on earth would you not do it that way? Well, I'll tell you the reason they wouldn't do it that way is because they wanted that $6 billion now yeah, as not? opposed to waiting over time for these retirees to, to drop off and die yeah. and, and, and just, it's, you know, it's the equivalent of saying, well, we're going to retrench people, but it'll come through natural attrition where people will just go away and retire and all. So that's, that's what they should have done. Yes. But $6 billion is an awful lot of money to say, no, nah, don't worry about it. Yes. You know, so they said, well, no, we are going to worry about it. We'd quite like it because we're going to use that $6 billion to fund something else. But it, you've lost them already at that no, point. Because the, what, what would they have funded? They would have funded... Schools some, and hospitals. Oh, give me a break. Well, that's, that's the claim. Give me that's a what break. they say. You know, schools and hospitals. Literally, there are, there are two, maybe three government schools that are half decent <laughs> in, 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 well, in this state, maybe, what, 21, if I multiply by seven, and, and I'm being fucking generous, 21 in the whole country that are, that are, that are decent schools that are government-based that I could be happy to send my kid to. Seriously. In a, in a, in a third, sorry, in a first world country. Just a bit of a downgrade there. A bit of a um, Freudian slip there. <laughs> um, in a first world country, I don't think that's really a good position. Um, well, be. maybe that's what they wanted the money for, to help build these other schools Yeah, but they and... wouldn't have. They wouldn't have. They, uh, wouldn't have. they but... would have wasted the money. Well, they would have, they, they would have, have wasted intentions. the money. They would have stuck it into welfare. They would have given someone else um, a, a flat screen TV, <laughs> you know, and, 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 a, and a Nintendo Switch um, and, <laughs> you know, and, and, again, a topic that we can talk and about. And I would have loved it. Yeah, <laughs> well, no, look. I'm I'm not necessarily pleased that the Libs won, but I'm not necessarily pleased that Labor lost. Right? I'm n- noticed the way I've put that. I, I'm not confusingly was well, that <laughs> again. I'm not necessarily pleased that the Libs won. I don't think that was necessarily the best thing for the country. You, you were coming from the alien versus predator side of things. Remember the the, the catchphrase for that movie was. Alien versus Predator. Whoever wins, we lose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. And 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 so and, Predator won, and it, I was going for Alien, but and like you know. I said, sitting in the um, sitting in the polling booth as I was, um, you were sitting stand, in the, standing. In no the wonder you booth. had trouble. You were sitting. Yeah, was it really a Hang polling on a booth? That wasn't a polling booth. That was the toilet. <laughs> No, same thing, really. Vote one. Um, no, I'd say that. Go yeah, on. but but sitting in the uh, being in the in, in the in the polling booth as I was, I really found it difficult to make a decision. Um, even though I had listened to a lot of the arguments and had a fair understanding of um, what the policies were, um, I really didn't feel like we were going to win anything. Um, so, what would politicians have to do to win you over? Because I know, I mean, you, you, being a you, you're on. What's the word? You're in touch with what's going on. So you're aware of... I'm reasonably in touch, yeah. So what would have to happen for you to suddenly say, you know, actually I do 
think that this person or this group have our interests, you know, at, oh, at the front of what they're planning and all that sort of business? It's a very tough question to answer. Okay. I'm, I'm, um, I'm very much a cynic, as you well know. I never knew that. Right. Okay. Um, I'm very much a, a cynic. Um, so I, I would have to say I don't think that there are any things that they could do to actually win me over. I think there would have to be a fundamental shift in, um, in, in the process. I mean, there really would have to be a fundamental shift in the process. But you don't see that happening? No, I don't. <clears throat> I'm talking about the sort of shift that um, where, whereby, you know, if, if, a, if a politician makes a promise and then doesn't keep that promise and, and there's no new data, right, so doesn't keep the promise, there's no new data, um, um, that they would basically cop a jail sentence. That's that's the sort of you will never I'm get thinking. you will never get anyone going into politics. It's like the right, and and, and that's what, but that's the sort of fundamental shift I'm talking about. And I agree, mm. if you put those situations in place, you're probably not going to get anyone going into politics. Take take um, for example, my favourite politician, Julia Gillard. Okay. Now she went into politics and she was elected on a platform that there will be no carbon carbon tax yep. in, in, under, in, the, government under she, the government she leads, yep. right? Now, when she was then elected, and that was one of the basic promises she made, she changed her mind. Now, I would argue, and, and she did try to introduce a, a carbon payment scheme, which was effectively a tax, you know, uh, a rose by any other name. Um, so it was effectively a tax um, and I would say to you, between the point at which she made the promise and then she was elected, there were no, there wasn't a new data. Well, there Things was new data. The new data was that she didn't get enough votes on her own to get elected. She needed to get right. the support okay, okay. of another party. Okay. And so, therefore, there's she, the new data. Yeah, but I, I, fine, fine, that, fine. <laughs> new political data, but yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm saying there was no new data about climate change. It's not like... It's not like she was. It's it's not like she fundamentally believed that there was no climate change and made one promise. I'm and never then, going to introduce yeah, yeah, right, right, and then and then and then won the election and what's that? And, it's and, climate change. And, and saw some new <laughs> overwhelming report that was new data from the from the Arctic that basically said, and the Antarctic that basically said, "Wow, look at this! Climate change is really real." And now she made a new decision. That would be a v valid thing to do if you had new data. Oh, well, look at this. I read this report and suddenly I, 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 I'm completely convinced that there is climate change. So what was her option? Well, I don't know. Her, her, but, but she well, has to make I, a decision. I, well, she had well, it's, to make well, it's interesting. That's actually a really good question, uh, Lana. What was her option? Um, well, her option was honesty. Her option was to say, um, you know what? There is going to be a carbon tax. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually going to introduce a carbon tax. Um, I, I made a decision um, and now I realise that I can't run a government without bringing in these other people, the Greens, and I have to make a promise to them to bring them in. Um, I agree that would have been the best right? thing for her to do rather, rather than, than to say, yeah. redefine what a carbon tax was. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, no, rather right. than going around and trying to say, no, 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 that's not what I meant to say, that's not what I meant to do, no, 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 everyone knew that that's I meant to introduce it. Mm. Rather than going around and doing that, her best option would have been to say, you know what, I'm going to bone this up and say, I, I said one thing, I now am saying another. This is the only way we can move forward as a government, and there it is. 
Now, that was a condition, though. That was a condition for for the other team to support her because remember it was the right and, and it was the, in, the independents yes who had to this is back which election was this two thousand and ten oh something like that yeah and, uh, I, four I prime ministers ago yeah or something. Okay. <laughs> that's right it was the condition of her forming that government or even for Tony Abbott to form a government that you needed to support some sort of act action on climate change right and she was the one who said yep all right I'll do it because Tony Abbott still doesn't believe in climate change. Right. So he was never going to agree to it. What was the thing? Oh, yeah. I can't remember the exact phrase, but he was never going to agree to it. So they only Do you had to... he really doesn't believe in Of course he doesn't believe really in climate change. really think that he doesn't think it's happening? Yeah, correct. I, that's what I believe he thinks. Right. And he's given me no evidence or no, no obvious response to anything that's ever been said in the last X number of years to suggest that he does believe it. Yeah, I, yeah, Okay. Okay, but but no, I but anyway, going back on topic, I understand yeah, yeah. that that she needed to make that sort of promise yep. in order to bring whatever party on board and in order for her to form a leadable government. I understand this, but her mistake wasn't necessarily changing her mind. It was her mistake was changing her mind. How she did that, and then going back and trying to redefine the situation. But that works for Trump. Think yeah, of Trump. He he quite often says, "I didn't say that," and then someone says. Uh, here is a video of you saying that. Oh, that's fake news. Yeah. How did, that was my worst Trump impression ever. Do you? That sounded more like Julia Gillard than Trump. How do the like? How, what why, are you do? why does it work for him? Well, it works for him because he's well, who's going to rein him in. You can't prosecute. No, I know we changed it. You can't prosecute a sitting president. That's the way it goes. So what's he got to lose? Yeah. Well, well, you're right. So he has nothing um, to lose at all. And. and You've got to look at it. America is a very different beast to most other democracies in in the world. Um, it's. I mean, I'm not going to. I'm, I'm not going to say anything bad about America and its democracy. Uh, it, it's it's an, different. It's different. It's an interesting one, and um, you know, I, I hope we have um, some US based listeners that that will take an interest in this podcast and uh, and 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 you know. Expand. It could, it could expand in maybe some comments or yeah. whatever and maybe even expand and give us a topic that we can talk about. But look, America is a very different beast in terms of its democracy. You know, it's, it's, its amendments to the Constitution, um, you know, one of its, its, its uh, primary um, um, amendment, which is free speech. Or is, that, is that an amendment or is that part of the actual Constitution? I don't know. Yeah. I'd ha- I would have to look that up. Yeah. Well... The right to free speech. The right to free speech, which, yeah. by the way, we don't have enshrined in our laws. If you if you look at those that, rights, that will indeed be a topic for a yeah. future episode. So we don't have those rights. We we are unlike the US. They're not enshrined in our in our laws and in our. I don't want to call it a constitution, but uh, do but we have we, a constitution? Or we, we do, but it's not one of those. Yeah. You know, we don't hold it up and say, "Here's the constitution." No, yeah. no one does that. It, yeah. It's Australia. We're laid back. We're, yeah, it's probably in the drawer somewhere. Yeah. You know, it's no yeah. no one worries too yeah. much. So I mean, so there's there's a lot there that that you could unpack and make into multiple multiple episodes. But mm. uh, so I, that's what I would have said. Yes, it does work for Trump. I I don't fully understand why it works for Trump. Um, you know, I, I I don't really want to say anything good or bad about Trump. I don't I don't live in that country, so it would be really wrong for me to play politics in someone else's backyard. Not on this podcast. Not anyway. on this one. But <laughs> but in our backyard, again, I I honestly didn't feel anything bad about you know Julia Gillard and her government. Mm. 
I, I didn't like a lot of her policies, but I just found her to be completely dishonest. I just think on that one thing, that, uh, look, the problem, we, we'll move on from Julie Gillard, Gillard in a sec. The problem I had was she, not just that part, was she she didn't go forward with the same-sex marriage thing and she said, well, no, I don't accept it. And then immediately after losing office, uh, uh, became a supporter. And so the Labor Party then became a big supporter of it. And I, I, the problem I have with that is it's, that's too much power for the leader to be calling the shots when it should be, I, I think... Everyone you vote for, you like to think that they have an input. And I know that the, whoever's at the top has more of an input, but they shouldn't be able to just dismiss something that the rest of the people yep. in that party Yeah, what support. was the story there? Why didn't she support the same sex Well, marriage? I think she did, but I think she was beholden to, to some other faction or right, group. Right, right. And I think it's it, it was more of a case of, all right, well, I won't rock that boat if you don't rock this boat. Or, right. you know, well, now I, fight the battles I, that you, I you can. I actually didn't know that, and mm. now I dislike her even more. Well, it's, no, I, I, I like her, but I don't like the fact that she was um, not being oh, well, I dislike completely her, honest with, with how she well, felt about I, the situation. I can't, I mean, if she believed, if she <clears throat> supported same-sex marriage but was publicly not supporting it simply to maintain a factional position, Well, I understand why she needs to do that, but, but I that's still the, But that's don't... the way politics works, which well, is part okay, of the problem. Okay, and, and, and I choose not to like that. Okay. I, you know, I choose not to like that, and I choose not to like her as a person for doing that. And yeah. maybe that's why I'm not in politics, because I, I couldn't do that. Yeah. I would well, have to, I'd have to be beholden to what I truly believe. Yeah, and I think that's part of the problem is that there are, you know, people are towing certain lines or, yeah. or following what they've been... Yeah, but that's how some people get elected. Yeah. You know, by, by you know, well, I promise I'll do this for... What happens know. when someone comes in and says, you know what, I'll let you stay in government, but you've got to gas all the Jews. Yeah, well, that's right. You know, what happens when that happens? What was the name of that law that when you mentioned something about Hitler, <laughs> that's the end of the argument? What was well, no, but, but it's, a, it's a completely valid thing. That's what I'm saying. It's, it, it's a slippery slope when you, start, when you start removing your own humanity just simply to remain in power. Then yeah. it becomes a slippery slope. Maybe you don't deserve to be in power if you need to do that. And so my question comes back to the current election that we, and I, by current I mean the last one, right. that we just had. Right. How do we, how do we um, deal with the dishonesty in the, again, I'll prob- I'm probably coming from my lefty bubble right. side of things. Right. Um, how do we counter or how do we eliminate the... Uh, the fact that people can manipulate in a way or influence the election by spouting out untruths. So, again, back to that tax thing that I was talking about for the, uh, uh, what was it called again? The um, the, the retirees. Retiree tax. Uh, well, but, you, but, again, it wasn't a retiree tax. If you're taking away a gift, that's not a tax. And so, but it was presented as a tax and it was the same as. But uh, hang on. If there was no. But you are taking it all. No, I mean, not. you are. I mean, no, no, you're, you're, you're eliminating a gift. Yeah, but if I'm if I'm benefiting from that gift, that's your that's what you do with it. Is it if I come oh. to you, if I come to your house every day and give you a bottle of milk and you don't pay for it, and then I suddenly stop doing that, that's not a milk tax on you. I've yeah, just stopped. Okay. I've just stopped giving you a gift, and oh. that's exactly what this thing was. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, okay. But, the argument can be made. Yeah. Go on. But what? But that's entirely the whole point. That was presented, let's just say, as a milk tax. That was presented as a tax on retirees. And old people, no offence to any old people listening, that's what they heard. They were like, oh, a tax. I don't, I don't want a tax. And, and the way that the 
election was swayed, I would say, or influenced was by scaring people into thinking that they were being taxed here or that their jobs were going to be taken away here. None, none of it actually was going to be the case. Now, again, I'm coming from my left side of things. That's, you know, that's fine. Right, so but you're I saying the other, side, the other side basically told a whole bunch of untruths or misrepresented a position so that, uh, you know, that, and, and effectively led them to winning the election. In, in as much as the same way that sex sells in advertising, scaring people also works. Yeah. And I just wonder at what point we realise that and think that it's actually a bad thing to be doing. So should we have some standards put into play? Yeah, who decides? It, well, it's, that's it's exactly the people who are saying difficult, it. It's very difficult in this position to decide what is an untruth and what is not an untruth. I mean, there, there, are, there are a number of facts you can talk about. You can, you can talk about things that are factual. Mm. If I've got three objects, by our, all definitions, I've got three objects. Mm. That is a fact-based position. But when you come to politics, it's not quite religion where I'm asked to believe something that, that cannot be proven. Um, I'm, I'm asked to believe something based on a series of perceptions or based on a representation the old... that could be argued correctly. I mean, you're saying, you're saying it's not a tax, but in the right context, it could probably be argued that it is a tax. Now, I'm not, I'm not going to take a side either way. Hmm. But that, I think that's the point. The point is it could be argued. There is no fact. So therefore you can never go back to your, your coalition and say you're lying. Well, and that's right. And they've removed, even in Parliament you're not allowed to say, oh, the other person's lying. You have to withdraw that and you just have to say, you know, you're being a bit fancy with the facts or whatever it is. Um, but you can say what you like on the election campaign. You can say, you know, how long did it go for? Five weeks I think it was. We yeah. had a five-week election campaign and... I think the decision um, was probably made early on to, uh, is it the, uh, Morrison, the government, uh, the Prime Minister, used to be in advertising. Yes. And I think he probably used that that knowledge or that skill um, to, to, I mean, you ever watch Gruen? Yes. So there's a TV show on the ABC here, Gruen Nation or whatever it's called, and it's about, how easily we can be influenced or how advertising works on people, all, all that sort of business. And I think, um, you know, a lot of that was put into play. Oh, look, it absolutely was. But that's clever. But the problem I have is there's two things. Well, should we be allowed to do the lying thing? But the other thing is why is my side not as good at it? <laughs> so it's like, well, I don't like it, but maybe my side should actually get well, a bit again, better at doing it. Well, again, it depends on it depends on what you want to classify as lying. I Look, Labor didn't sell their policies very well at all. And and I think there was maybe a little bit of smugness there. I think... I think they thought they had it in the bag. Yeah. Um, oh, everyone thought they... I mean, sports bet, the, the sports betting yeah, agency... They, they paid they, out, didn't they? They, exactly. they, they you know, the, which paid out people. So, so there were, for those that may not know, there were, there's a... Uh, sports betting agency, I think here is it was it Ladbrokes or something. Oh, I'm not sure which one it, it was. It was one of these online sports betting agencies. Gamble responsibly. Yeah, and and people um, people bet heavily on Labor winning the election. Mm. And prior to the actual election, this sports betting agency, a a, a obviously run by a bunch of geniuses. Decided, right, yeah. decided to pay out before the result was even known. 
That's how. What happens with that? Did they have? You, that's no, it, isn't you, it? That's it's bad it. luck. The you, money's gone. Uh, you, yeah, they, they lost the money. Yeah. And and then of course Labor didn't win, so the people that, that were paid out. How good would it be if you had been paid out on a Labor win and just before the election, because Liberal were at like eighteen dollars or something, or eight dollars or something. Yes. You then reinvested that winning as a, for a Liberal win. Oh, you, you know. Yeah. There you go. How yeah. good would that be? But again, it's it's understandable. It's obviously the, the reason they paid out early is a piece of advertising itself, right? They they did so because it's it's novel to do that, well, that's and, true. and 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 this is an advertising ploy on their behalf. Again, we can talk about this in another topic, but um, uh, but again, yeah, they lost a whole bunch of money, and because everyone thought that the Labor government was absolutely going to romp it in the bag. And the part that I just want to cover on this is why did they think that? Well. I think one of the major reasons they thought that was because the, there were no people in the Liberal government that anyone actually liked. <laughs> That's right. No one liked anyone in that in the government that got elected, mm. and they still potentially don't like anyone. Well, yeah. Right. And the, the, there was also the fact that Scott Morrison, the current Prime Minister. Um, effect- what date is it? Yes, he's still the Prime Minister. Yeah, yeah, effective- yeah. <laughs> effectively stabbed in the back the sitting Prime Minister. It's like the, it was like the human centipede of backstabbings. Yes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> just a terrible movie. But, um, yeah, uh, Scott Morrison basically uh, usurped Malcolm Turnbull, who was the sitting Prime Minister at the time. Who previously stabbed who Tony previously Abbott. Who previously stabbed Tony Abbott. Mm. And, and and that whole cycle of backstabbing, there, there was this, and of course Labor did it, of course. Yeah, there's lots of stabbing. In fact, they stabbed each other in the front in yeah, Labor. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And 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 so and so all of this that happened. Um, uh, yeah. Well, well, hold on. A lot of people didn't like the fact that that Scott Morrison or Scomo, <laughs> if, you, if you if you want to use the vernacular. Um, they, they, that he did this, they didn't like him for that reason. And it was from that point on, the point at which he usurped Malcolm Turnbull, um, that people basically said, oh, well, Labor have got it in the bag. Labor have gonna, are going to win the next election. But it wasn't I just, thought that. Well, I, it wasn't just that, though. It's, and and this, this was the part I was actually getting at, is the opinion polls. Oh, yes. Had, yes. had Labor losing, no, it didn't, had Labor winning. Yes. Um, but... They had also won the previous three years' yes. worth of opinion polls. So yes. They hadn't lost one, not one. Yes. So sometimes they came a bit close, sometimes went the other. They hadn't lost one. Yes. And then we get to the election and they lose. Yes. And the election and, and the polls are like, oh, uh, yeah, okay, well, we got that one wrong. But why would you? The first thing I did after the election was immediately unfollow every polling agency or person who, who represented the polls on Twitter yes. because the, clearly they're completely useless. They what, what is the point? Yes. There is zero point in following any of those I agree. polls. I agree. So wh- why do but, people do it? Well, people do it. Yeah, people, but why? I what what is know. it? I really don't know. And, again, um, you know, I wasn't really following the polls, but you, you sort of have to hear them. You, you do hear them all the time. And, and yeah, Labor, Labor was romping in, in the polls. Well, I know. followed them and it gave me my, you know, I got my jollies thinking, hey, they've won another one. Yeah, yeah. we got it in the bag. It's oh, in the bag. Oh, shit. Yeah. It's not in the bag. And I remember sitting there on Saturday when the results are getting counted and I'm thinking, where's his phone number so I can ring you up and go, <laughs> And I was just, I just sat there and I, uh, and, 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 and I thought to myself, wow, look at this. What's happening here? Mm. I can't believe this. 
I can't believe these numbers. I had to do quite a double take and a triple take I, but because I just couldn't believe them. I couldn't believe that Liberals were actually likely to win. And there was a lot of uncertainty at times. Mm. There was some uncertainty. And, and yeah, I, I, again, I, I don't necessarily think the best party won. Um, but a party won. But a party won. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah. Look, th- th- this wasn't even our topic for this podcast. Well, I, no, I we were going to be talking about garden salad. No, we weren't. I, I have no idea what we were going to be talking I don't, about. But... Yeah, I, well, it's funny you should speak about garden salads. No, it's not. <laughs> well, it is because, uh, as you probably do know, a bit of trivia for those that know, don't know, the, mm. um, the, the motto of the United States was originated from a garden salad. Do tell. Well, the, the <laughs> motto of the United States was, uh, you know, um, United, united as one, or, or you know, <laughs> I, I don't know what I don't know what it is in Latin. Uh, let me let me. Uh, I know what what this particular segment is in Latin. Caveat emptor. Cav- <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you for that. Um, but no, the 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 motto motto of the uh, of the US. Um, I again, it's united as one. Um, and and I'm just looking it up. I feel, like, I feel like we should have some thinking music, but I I won't I won't sing. Well, it's you now, should thank it, me for that, by the well, way. It's it's that's that's it. E pluribus unum, which which uh, was about a quarter um, to three. That was the 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 motto of the United States. Right. In in before 1960, after 1960, it became um, everyone in, for themselves. Yeah, well, essentially, <laughs> in, in, essentially, it became in God we trust. Right. Um, and and well, that that actually I shouldn't say 1960. It actually happened in 1956, um, approximately 1960. But yeah, and 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 why I was born in approximately 1980, right? 1974, there, there but but e unum was what was what what it was originally. Which, and the reason which... I the reason I say um, it was you know garden salad and and why it's related <laughs> to garden salad. I'm intrigued as to how this is going to. Well, because Match it, up. originally the the idea of e pluribus unum was used by the uh, poet Virgil in describing the um, singing Thunderbirds. No, different no, Virgil. Different Virgil. <laughs> All right, okay. um, it was uh, it was used to describe um, salad dressing. Ah, yeah. So it was used to describe I, salad. I will head to the supermarket after this and ask for my what was it again. And the original, the original um, use of Iplurusunum was um, out of many become one. When uh-huh. he when he was describing the mixing of you know uh, oil and vinegar and herbs oh, and okay. salt, out of many become one. So originally, Iplurusunum was used to describe salad dressing, right. and up until 1956, was the motto of the United States. So there's a bit but, of uh, there you go. You've you. <laughs> You've wrapped up this uh, podcast quite nicely. There's a bit of an aside. We've come, not have we, not only not come full circle, we've barely stepped into the first little hemisphere we've, of We've turned it into a square. We have. Um, all right, good. so uh, if we're at the end of this, maybe. I think, I think we are. Right, maybe you should mention uh, a potential topic for well, our next one. Well, not garden salads. I made that up, but it was interesting how he managed to link it in nonetheless, don't you think? Dr. Raven, expert on many a topic. Many a topic. Many a topic. Well, no, we've got a couple of topics coming up that I think will be good. Um, I quite like 
Is religion relevant? That's a good one. That is a good one. Um, that's quite interesting. Uh, a couple of things that we have discussed in the past uh, about UFOs. <laughs> what, <laughs> UFOs? Uh, what do we think about UFOs? Might, might seem a bit out there, but we'll we'll, uh, okay. we'll make it relevant. I'll take that. Yeah. Uh, gender remakes. Gender remakes. Oh, Ghostbusters, Ocean's Eight, Female Doctor Who. I'm interested in your. Oh, I'm interested Doctor in Who. Interested mm, in what you think about that. Interesting. Interesting. Anyway, all right. So well, we'll save that for future future episodes. All right. Well, look. But, thank you. Thank you to our uh, our wonderful listeners. Yes. Um, I hope we haven't bored you today. And a bit of an unexpected topic today with uh, Australian politics. Hope we haven't bored you. Hope you'll listen to our next one. We don't know what the topic is. but No, no, be, we'll pick one out of the hat. We'll pick one out of the hat. And indeed. there's my hat just over there. As well, wonderful, so. wonderful. And why do you wear a hat, uh, Lama? Because it's the style. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Anyway. Very nice. Thank you again. This, is, you. this is Wonder Lama and Dr. Uh, Brad Raven. And, doc, and, and my signing off, uh, don't forget to uh, like, comment and subscribe. We will see you next time on our fabulous podcast known as... as Breaking the Bubble. See you later.